0: This is Kristen Bernhard, and you're listening to Passion for Health. This is your opportunity to hear from Alberta Health Services physicians and other care providers, researchers, policymakers, community partners, and patients to hear their stories and insights about what's happening to improve Albertans' confidence and satisfaction in their healthcare system. As a patient, we all rely on pharmacy at some point in our healthcare journey. Whether we access a community pharmacy to get a prescription filled attend an outpatient clinic, or get an IV when we're in the hospital. Pharmacy has an important role to play in patient care. What most of us don't realize is just how much of a role pharmacy plays in a hospital setting. Today I am chatting with Tiffany Wu, a clinical pharmacist at the Rocky View General Hospital in Calgary, and Brenda Lambert, a clinical support technician who is also based at the Rocky View in Calgary. So Tiffany, can you please get us started by talking about your role as a clinical pharmacist?
1: So currently, I am uh, the only pharmacist at the Rocky View Emergency Department, and my role um, focuses primarily on um, helping physicians select right medications, uh, right doses, um, spending time counseling patients on their medications, answering questions from nurses about how to give specific medications, um, how to... They sort of flag me as to which patients might need teaching, that sort of thing. So my focus is really on direct patient care, focused on the patient. Um, a lot of some examples, I guess, um, of things that I do is help um, the physicians will ask me questions, and I'll help them decide on whether this specific medication is Appropriate for that specific patient, whether the medication needs adjustment um, or whether it interacts with their other medications. So, looking at the full picture, um, what we say the clinical picture, as to whether that medication is good for that patient um, at that time. Um, so, that's essentially what I do. Um, I focus on a lot of patient specific factors. Some of the things I do, um, one example is um, I teach patients. Um, a scenario would be a patient who comes in with a blood clot in their leg or their lungs and the physician asks me to spend time uh, talking to the patient as to figuring out which medication would be the best for them. So. Uh, I consider things like cost and drug interactions and formulation um, and even a patient's job and whether they can do lab testing. And then I actually have something called um, advanced prescribing authorization where I actually have the ability to write prescriptions for a patient. So I can write the prescription, teach the patient, educate them on the therapy, and then ensure that they have follow-up.
0: Can you tell me a little bit more about this advanced prescribing authorization?
1: Uh, more recently, and probably unique to Alberta, is um, the advanced prescribing authorization. So that is actually a pharmacist being able to initiate a prescription or change a prescription, um, with in consultation with the patient and with a physician, ideally. So that that is one of the big things that I do in the emergency department. I I assess whether patients are on appropriate antibiotics and whether or not they need a change to their antibiotics. If they do, I can initiate a prescription for that patient based on their patient-specific factors like cost, um, like allergies and that sort of thing. So those are some of the things that are quite new to Alberta specifically. And for it's an ability that pharmacists now have, which I really think enhances patient care because it sort of frees up the physician and ensures that the patient is getting the right medication at the right time at the right doses.
0: You mentioned that in order for you to prescribe to a patient, you need to develop a relationship with them first. Can
1: you explain that a little? I suppose I guess they develop a relationship with a patient. It can be through a direct interaction face-to-face or it could be over the phone. So part of that developing that is That relationship is being able to determine their past medical history, information about why they presented to the emergency department, what clinical presentation they came with, what was their presenting problem, what you're trying to treat. And so you have a conversation with the patient and you talk to them about some of the things that might kind of determine why you would select a certain therapy over another and in having a discussion with the patient you're able to come to a medication or decision about a medication that it suits the patient for their needs at that time and currently even though i initiate and prescribe i still run it by a doc and have them agree with me essentially that the therapy that i've chosen is appropriate So
2: Brenda, tell me a little bit about your role. Um, As a clinical support tech, we talk to patients that are going to be admitted to the hospital and do what's called the best possible medication history on them, where we gather um, all the prescription medications that they take, um, the dose, the schedule, um, any OTCs that they take, over-the-counter drugs. Um, and any herbal products that they might use. Herbal products are becoming more and more popular, and often patients don't think of herbal products or over-the-counter medications as uh, being a possible problem and interaction with other uh, prescription medications that they take.
0: Okay, so you work closely with the patient to ensure that um, there's no adverse reactions and that you have a full history of, of what they're already on?
2: Yes, we... we, we um, make a list of everything that they're on and then uh, we can also do a medication reconciliation where we compare it to the orders that they have in the hospital and make sure that we have uh, the proper orders to match what they were on if there's a discrepancy i would go to tiffany and i would say um, there's a discrepancy here and it's tiffany's job then to say is it a true uh, discrepancy or is it intentional uh, a dose increase or a dose decrease
0: Okay, so you're really there to help double-check and ensure patient safety
2: is optimal. Yes, and that we haven't forgotten any medications that they might be on and we don't know about.
0: Brenda, I understand that pharmacy technicians are now regulated healthcare professionals within the province of Alberta. With that comes more responsibility and a bit of a job shift. Can you tell me a bit more about that?
2: Yes, going through regulation has expanded our role um, in pharmacy. Uh, We are going to be taking over... doing the final check on medications, leaving the dispensary, going up to the patients. And we will also be able to um, teach patients how to use devices, how to use inhalers for uh, newly diagnosed asthmatics, or insulin glucose testing, um, which then frees up the pharmacist to do more clinical work, uh, do more assessing and um, provide better care for the patients.
0: Tiffany, now that you have a more active role on the front lines in the emergency room, can you describe to me what your relationship is like with the other healthcare teams?
1: Yeah, so I think the most obvious professions that we deal with are nurses and physicians, but we do have a lot of other allied healthcare staff that we do interact with. So some of these would include social work, transition services nurses, and a physiotherapist is new to our emergency department, well, relatively new. Um, so... That they actually, you know, as a team, it sort of highlights how we are all a team. Everybody has their role, but we do interact. For example, the physiotherapist will try to mobilize a patient and re- realize, oh, this patient's in a lot of pain. Perhaps the pharmacist can help suggest appropriate pain management strategies or medications that might help to mobilize this patient. Um, transition services nurses, um, sort of, we work with them in, in the discharge part of things. So being able to figure out whether the patient is going to get home care on discharge whether they need blister packs and we sort of help arrange that sort of those things Uh, in terms of social work it's more uh, medication coverage so we'll liaise and talk about patients that have difficulty affording medications and we work together to ensure that the patient has the appropriate paperwork in place or the appropriate services has connection to services that allows them to be able to take their medications and afford their medications
0: Brenda, it sounds to me that you have a much more active role uh, in patient care on the front lines. Can you explain a little bit more about that?
2: Yes. Um, because we have the time uh, that nurses perhaps do not uh, to do this uh, BPMH, uh, we can be very thorough. and if there's follow-up questions that we know that the pharmacist might want answers to, we can ask the patient or ask family members. For example, if the patient is on warfarin, the pharmacist will want to know, are they having regular blood work done uh, to check their INR? Um, we can also identify possible problems. If, they, uh, if we see that they've had a 100-day fill and hasn't, haven't had it filled for five months, perhaps the patient isn't being compliant in taking their medication, and that's a problem. Uh, that could be what landed them in in emerge that they aren't taking the medications that they knew that they need, um, in which case you know the pharmacist might want to talk to them about perhaps blister pack uh, might be the way to go to keep them compliant with their medication. So
0: you're there to give, uh, or to get rather a very detailed history and to determine the behavioral patterns also of patients and to ensure that they're actually taking the medications that they should or or maybe they're mixing ones they shouldn't?
2: Yes, yes. We ask them if they get their medications in a blister pack from the pharmacy. Do they put it into a dosette, uh, the little plastic Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday case? Um, Do they take the medications themselves? Or do family members help them uh, or remind them to take them?
0: So,
1: what are some of the benefits that you bring to the emergency department? So, the pilot project was meant to um, show how a pharmacist adds value to the department. And having a pharmacist in the emergency department is adding another healthcare professional that is unique to medication. So, as a pharmacist, I'm supposed to be the medication expert. So, physicians, nursing, and patients would look to me to answer questions specific. medications so by being in the emergency department it has been we've been able to prove that um, that there's value because as a pharmacist, I'm able to answer questions that perhaps no one was able to answer before. I'm able to do teaching and provide specific patient teaching that perhaps no one was able to do before, um, specific to medications and even selection of appropriate therapy. Um, maybe you know physicians would sort of look it up and do their best to f- come up with the right therapy, but now we can liaise and work as a team. And so I think it provides a good team atmosphere where we work together. To To enhance the overall care and experience of the patient in the emergency department Um, I think one major difference and one one major role that I play in the emergency department is being able to actually assess lab work so one of the things that I do in the emergency department which is quite new to all the emergency departments I think in uh, Calgary is I assess lab work so it's follow-up labs a patient will come into the emergency department they will get some lab work done um, specifically microbiology lab work so that'll be um, cultures like a urine culture to assess if they have a urinary tract infection or blood cultures to see if they have an infection in their bloodstream Um, those sorts of things are lab work that's done but the results don't come back for a few days so the patient will get discharged and I will assess it a couple days later when the results are back and then determine if the patient was on the right therapy If they're on the right therapy, um, then I sort of leave it be. If they're not on the right therapy, I call the patient, or if they're not on any therapy, I determine if the patient requires therapy. And that's part of developing a relationship with the patient and being able to decide whether or not they need a new prescription or a change to their prescription. So essentially,
0: your role now is adding that extra expert voice to the healthcare team to ensure that the patient is receiving the ultimate care that they can.
1: Yeah. So basically, I think just even having a physical presence in the emergency department, getting us out of just the pharmacy department allows visibility within the department to kind of highlight what a pharmacist does. Even just our presence sort of helps patients, helps nursing staff, helps physicians think about medications more, think about, oh, maybe I should consider whether this patient's on the right medication, or this patient sees that a pharmacist is present, they realize, oh, I have questions about my medications. So I think it's visibility. It's also, we've realized, strengthened a lot of our relationships between the staff, uh, specifically for us because we work in the emergency department, but it strengthens our relationship with the staff. So for example, the nursing staff has a better understanding of what it's like in our pharmacy department, why it takes longer for medications to come up because it is a long process to process in order from start to finish and getting it to the patient and so and then on the flip side for our technicians and pharmacists who work downstairs, we can sort of be the bridge between the unit and our pharmacy to communicate why things are difficult on the unit. The nurses are busy, why they ask for refills of medications multiple times, why medications get lost in a large department, because there's many transition points for medications. So it has really just our presence in the emergency department has really helped uh, increase awareness of what the different roles are between nursing and pharmacy. I think also um, having uh, pharmacy in emergency has also helped to uh, be a bridge between the hospital and communities. So for example in my role I will pass on information to um, other other people who are involved in the care of a patient. So that might be a clinic that the patient goes to on a regular basis or another pharmacy, a community pharmacy that the patient goes to to get their medications filled or their family doctor. I might have information about their emergency visit that is important to their ongoing care as a patient in the community and so I sort of act as a bridge to communicate some of that information if a patient comes to the emergency department and they get admitted to a unit I often pass off the information that I know about their stay in emergency to the unit pharmacist so that they can follow up if there are outstanding issues that I wasn't able to address or follow up on they can at least follow up and they have comprehensive information so that has improved our communication um, between the units at the hospital and between staff different pharmacists Um, they can also liaise with physicians once they get to the unit and it provides overall better patient care
0: this is Kristen Bernhard, and you've been listening to Passion for Health produced by Alberta Health Services you can follow us at ahs.ca forward slash podcasts to add your comments we'd love to hear from you